Can the Auburn Tigers defense stop the run? They'll have to if they want to beat Cal on Saturday. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us for a little Crane Kick Thursday action. Jake Crane of Crane and Company bringing the heat. I asked you earlier today, Jake, if Auburn were to win on Saturday, what do they have to do? And you said without skipping a beat, they have to stop the run. How do they do that on Saturday, in your opinion? Well, I mean, it, it starts by lining up right. You know, Hugh Freeze talked about the the 15 misalignments uh, that, that they had in the front, you know, and, and really in defense in general. He, he didn't go too in sp- uh, into specifics, but you could tell if you watched the game, Auburn was a gap short a decent amount of the time. And uh, Auburn's not good enough. No team is really good enough to be able to do that that many times and, and get away with it. That's why UMass was able to run for the yards they were able to run for. And that mm. first drive just, you know, looked like they were Auburn playing UMass. Uh, sure. The second thing is, you know, obviously getting off blocks is another thing that Hugh Freeze talked about. I expect them to simplify the fronts a little bit, maybe simplify the calls, simplify the checks to where they where they're able to line up right. You can't line up wrong and be bad at getting off blocks. That that is a recipe for an absolute disaster. But teams get better. That they're going to watch the film. Uh, Ron Roberts is a veteran guy. He'll make sure that they get in the right gaps, and it makes it a lot easier on those linebackers because a lot of people said, "Well, Auburn's linebackers didn't look very good." Yeah, they didn't play great. I, I don't think they did. But a lot of times when you're misaligned. That's who gets screwed over at the end because the defensive line, the linebackers make the defensive line right, but the defensive line protects the linebackers. That's they got to gobble up the blocks. They've got to gobble up the blocks, and you've got to kind of narrow the space a little bit to make it easier for those backers to navigate and not give backs two-way goes out of where they're going. So I expect Auburn to clean that up. Uh, You know, looking at what Spavital does, the former Texas State head coach. Uh, he's a guy that, that started out with Gus Malzahn, you know, all the way back to being a quality control guy. He wants, just like every offensive coordinator, 99% of them, he wants to be balanced. He wants to be able to be, you know, proficient in the run and the pass. If you look, they were pretty balanced last week. They're able to basically run the ball at will, which opened up the play action game. Now you're not going to get some sort of complicated schematic, tons of misdirection style offense from Spavital in the run game, which should just make it come down to being able to guys using their hands, getting off blocks and getting in your gap, which I think Auburn will be better. Uh, but if they miss a line and and they run down the middle of people, not only in pass protection, but in the run game against base blocks, the odd kid can really move. Uh, and and he's got really good vision. He, he's he's not, not a small guy, but he runs low to the ground. It's kind of the best way I can explain it. Uh, and he's got a pretty good burst. So they've got a lot to clean up. But that's why you have film, and, and Auburn does have the better personnel. Yeah, Jay Knott, the, the running back you're referring to, very, very fast, as well as their quarterback, Cal's quarterback, Sam Edwards. I mean, I think both of those guys, nope, Sam Jackson, excuse me. Both of those guys, very, very fast, very, very athletic, and we've talked about it before, Jake, and we saw it in that first drive against UMass. Containment seems to be the biggest question, and speed helps you get to the outside quicker obviously, do you think that's going to be Cal's game plan to attack the edges of the field? 
Well, look, I, I think they're going to try and make Auburn as even as possible. I I don't think it's just going to be attacking the perimeter. I think what they're going to try and do is put, is put Auburn in situations uh, where they have to play as even as possible. They can't heavy up in the middle. Uh, they can't just bring edge pressure and get away with it. I think Jake, their OC, does a pretty good job of mixing that out out of different formations and then out of the same formations. You know, you do develop some tendencies after the first game you know, personnel grouping wise, what do you do when you line up in this formation or this and the other, but there's not too many data points to be able to say, all right, this is a hundred percent exactly what they want to do. This is who they are. So I think you're going to see a mix it in and out. What Auburn can't do, if Auburn goes and plays this game clean, right? You don't have a ton of missed assignments and you tackle well in space. They should be able to have a pretty decent defensive showing. North Texas on defense is, is awful. They're an awful day. I don't know another way to put it. In the front seven, I mean, they were getting pushed around, you know, yeah. like the last kid picked for dodgeball at PE. Uh, so w- when you when you look at this team, Auburn, if they go in there and play, and they played pretty clean in the first game against UMass and a team they were better than other than the alignment stuff, which should get which should get cleaned up. That's uh, so many times I can use the word clean in this interview. Uh, but I, I expect Texas State, or excuse me, I expect uh, Cal – uh, to really blend the inside and outside run, blend some zone, blend some gap scheme run, uh, and try and keep Auburn off balance. Yeah, their passing game to me is fine. I think Auburn's DBs, I think that's a, a matchup in favor of Auburn. I, I think this is all about stopping Cal's run. I think you could put I think you could put Auburn's corners, especially if Nehemiah Pritchett's back on an island on the outside. And I think they should be able to consistently win those matchups, Jake. Yeah, I mean, that's the strength of the Sovereign defense is in the back end. And and when you look at Cal wants to do, that, they're not a huge downfield passing mm-hmm. team. This is not a team that, you know, just wants to to take more shots than, you know, Skybar serves out on a Friday night before a home game. Uh, they they, they want to be methodical, right? They want to hit slants. They're very calculated when they do take their shots, and they want to be able to draw. That's why the run is so important. They want those safeties in the box to be able to have those opportunities, even if they may not have the best athlete outside, to give them a chance to be able to make one move and get past man coverage. So that's where that balance comes in again. But yeah, if you're going to look at the biggest mismatch personnel-wise, and I don't think the offensive line for Cal is is great by any stretch of the imagination, but Auburn's defensive line I don't think is great. But the secondary for Auburn, when it comes down to be able to force turnovers, when it comes down to be able to play not only uh, press man, but be able to bail, be able to play off man, be able to mix in zone coverages. And when you're good enough at man coverage, you can hide zone coverages within that man coverage because they assume you're going to run man. That's something we hear the term disguising all the time. But but don't be surprised if Cal throws a lot of now screens, right? If they don't want they don't want the route to, to get past 10 yards, they get a lot of digs, right? A lot of slants, hitches, things like that to try and get in second and five. Yeah, I don't think they're going to believe or really respect Cal's deep passing. I think you're going to see Auburn's defensive backs and linebackers and and obviously the Jacks. I think you're going to see a lot of Auburn's defense close to the line of scrimmage to try to take that stuff away. Mm-hmm. Is that a crazy assumption here? No, no, it's not. And and it's two-pronged because, look, if you're going to walk guys up and, and you're going to show pressure – you have to be able to bluff it and get out of it sometimes too. So if Cal Which is Ron Roberts' want, whole thing, right? That's exactly right. So if Cal wants to attack with the quick game, I think early you will see Auburn heavy the box, especially against 11 personnel, against 12 personnel, uh, when the tight end's not detached or the flex Y, however you want to term it, it's not, not detached. But what I think you're going to start to see is if they're getting pressure, and this is something I talked about with UMass, if, they're getting, if Auburn's getting pressure with four, 
you're going to see a lot more bluff uh, pressures. Because again, why am I going to bring extra guys and put myself at risk when I can get there with four or five man pressures? What I don't think Auburn needs to get in the habit of is bringing guys from depth. You either show them and you bring them or you show them and you drop them. Don't bring them from depth. The Jordan Travis isn't right there. I'm not the Cal kid can, quarterback can run a little bit, but he's not going to out athlete everybody on Auburn's defense. There's defensive ends that Auburn has that are as athletic. I think Marcus Harris is a guy that could run him down if he had to. So mm. uh, I, I expect to see Auburn mix it up. My question is on third down. When you get him in third down and seven, right, and you get him in third down and eight, you have to be able to defend the sticks route. That's what Spav is going to run. If you don't know what that is, is if it's third and seven, they're basically going to run a, a curl or a hitch at eight yards. They're going to try and get to the sticks and sit it down, and then when they hit it a couple times, they're going to try and double move you if you're in man coverage. So if Auburn can can deflate the sticks route early and get them in those third and eights, third and nines, and be able to run your two man game and be able to run your your you know uh, your tight cover three game, just things like that, then that's when you'll see the turnovers I think come because this quarterback is going to try and get rid of that ball. I've not seen him stand in there and take a hit yet. Yeah, and one note, I was talking to folks at Cal earlier this week, and they're like, hey, yeah, the quarterback's probably going to play. That's not the injury conversation you need to be having. It needs to be about their center. Six-year college player, Mm -hmm. Matthew Sendrick, their center, um, is more questionable. It's more unlikely that he'll play, and obviously, if that's the case, that's huge. that's the guy calling out like all the protections and kind of studying, okay, who is coming and who's not. And I think that's going to impact the game um, a ton. Well, Zach, Zach I, I do want to say, as is, is you mentioned that, look, I, I think center may be the most underrated position in football. If you've never had to snap, step, and block before, that is not an easy thing to do. That That is why, you know, that centers and tackles, right? Guards are, are kind of the in-between. And what happens at a place like Cal – Cal is not super deep on the offensive line, right? They're just not at the end of the day. And when you lose a center, typically you have a guard, probably your starting guard, that is your backup center. So then you got to kick a guy that's not used to playing center full time going up against an SEC defense and then have to put a backup guard in there, which puts more stress on on the tackle, actually, because people are going to attack that guard and widen that space. So that is, it's huge, not only from a, a calling protection standpoint, but just the act of snapping and stepping is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Are there going to be fireworks in Cal Berkeley Saturday night? We think so. We discuss next right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. I can't imagine needing to hire people and not using LinkedIn Jobs. They're, uh, they're, they have so many different features. As far as, you know, filtering what exactly you need. They also have screening questions that you can add to your applications. Oh, yeah. And it's free. And it's fast because LinkedIn knows how important it is to get folks in to help out with your small business. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Our partnership with Frisky Whiskey is back on for this Auburn football season. You got to check out Frisky Whiskey. You hop on 85 if you're in the Auburn, Oak, Lee County area. As soon as you get into the state of Georgia, boom, you're there. You'll see billboards all over the place. And of course, if you're coming in town for a game. You're tailgating. You're coming in from Atlanta. You'll see it right before you cross over into that state line. Once again, billboards all over the place pointing in the right direction there as well. The best selection 
of any type of alcohol or beer, liquor, wine, whatever it may be. Frisky Whiskey has you covered. You step in, you see 10,000 square feet of amazing selection. Then you look at the prices and you're like, holy cow, I don't know how Frisky Whiskey is making money on all of this with how low they price all of their alcohol. I don't know. seems like they're doing well. Magic, no clue. But that's where I get all of my alcohol. It's where you should get all of yours as well. Check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey right off of I-85 as soon as you hop into Georgia or just type in Frisky Whiskey in your phone's GPS. Jake Crane of Crane & Company. Fireworks, I think, are going to go off at Cal this Saturday. You and I were talking beforehand. The uh, the over-under right now is set at 54.5 as we record this. I'm taking the over. Sounds like you're taking the over. I think Auburn's going to be able to score easily. I think Cal is going to be able to score as well. This seems like an easy one for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. The line's actually gone down. It was at 56 and a half uh, for the overrunner. Now it's at 54 and a half. I don't know what Robert De Niro and them know out there in Vegas, but it got, kind of worries me. But I mean, I, I'm looking at, at all the chips on the table. And I, I think both, you know, as you brought up, both defenses are going to give up some points. I, I'm yeah. interested to see. Look, Cal's not complicated on defense either. Uh, they, they know who they are. They know where they're supposed to be. They're not overtly talented. With what I saw from the Sovereign offense and the Sovereign offensive line, and you know, I, I don't know if Jarquez Hunter is going to play or not, but I love the backs that Auburn has. It doesn't I mean, seem like he's going. And they to. get busy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Damari Austin definitely looks like a, a starting caliber SEC back. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah Cobb hit the ground running. Brian Batty is going to have an impact on special teams and as a change of pace back in this game. I think they're all three going to play substantial snaps, which I think is exciting, especially for the Jeremiah Cobb truthers out there. I consider myself one of those as well. But I just think when you look at it, I think this is going to be a race to like the mid-30s. Like who can get to 35 first? Yeah. And I like Auburn's, I like Auburn's personnel to do it a little bit more than I like Cal's. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I believe in gravity, right? And and eventually gravity takes over. I, I've got it at 37-30. Uh, I think Auburn wins. I think Cal scores a touchdown late uh, to bring it back within one score. Uh, I yeah. just, uh, you know, it's funny. All, all we talked about all offseason, we started on here, Zach. I was like, watch out for that Robbie Ashford package. It's coming. In the red zone, short yardage. I think Robbie Ashford is going to have another big day from a touchdown you know, standpoint. Um, I, I was, however, very impressed. With Peyton Thorne's running ability, he's more athletic than what I thought. You know, it was one of my biggest questions going in that game. I know Jake, he moves so well in the pocket. He does. He does. I, he's look. He's he's a true quarterback. Is is what he is. But but sure. what I wanted to see was when he does keep the ball and he does need to scramble and keep a play alive. Is he athletic enough to do it? And he is. Like I said, I know UMass isn't gonna you know have anybody in the Olympics for the United States this year. But they're at, You can tell, right? You if you've watched enough football, you can tell. Another thing I I thought uh, with Peyton that, that I was happy to see. You know, as as an Auburn fan was the chemistry I thought was pretty good with the wide receivers uh, when it came to the timing routes, when it, when it came to the reads too. Do I throw the back shoulder? Do I put the ball out in the middle? Uh, understanding mm -hmm. when guys are getting out of breaks. There was a couple miscommunications on the RPO reads, which will get cleaned up. Hugh Freeze talked about that as well. But I thought Peyton Thorne, you know, Robbie Ashford scored the touchdowns, and that's great. I thought it was a really nice one-two punch. And, you know, I made the prediction, I think Robbie Ashford will be Auburn's second leading rusher at the end of the year, and, and I'm going to stick by that. Yeah, I think you're going to get, especially with Jarquez missing time. I think that may help your case. We'll certainly see. Something that Hugh Freeze talked about in his presser earlier in the week, and I want you to put your coaching hat on just for a second, Jake. He talked about there was a situation where Jay Fair was uncovered, and they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to call it as a line just to get the ball to him quickly, so they threw it to him when he was running deep. 
is that an easy thing to install? It seems like a very simple thing, like a check with me type sign. If Jay Fair or whoever lines up and there's nobody in front of them, uh, I think you see, I, I've watched Tom Brady my whole life, right? And, you know, he would just kind of see it and they would just get the ball and throw it to him. Is yeah. that an easy thing to communicate without being too obvious? How do you coach that? How do you install that into the offense once the season started? Well, you know, it's it's kind of what it's kind of one of those alternatives. You know, t typically you have a list full of you know, and a lot of it is special team stuff. You know, obviously kickoff after safety. What happens if we have to free kick? Uh, you, you have like alternative situations, right? You try to hit every one of them, uh, and you don't get in this situation a lot. This isn't something that's going to happen, but you do need to be prepared for it. Typically, what you have is three options, right? Because you don't have time to sit there if a guy's uncovered and you're the quarterback and be like, "Hey, hey, Jay." Just go deep. I'm going to throw it. They'll run somebody over there. So either you have one of three options. One, he just has a, a quick release, outside release, you know, a, get him the ball uh, almost on a vertical, but he's not just taking off down the field. It's kind of a slower vertical where you're getting him the ball. He's catching it. He can go run and go score. Second option, you run a, a five-yard hitch. You run something short where he stops. You get him the ball, reverse out, and go. Or number three, you snap the ball and you just throw it right to him. I think a lot of it depends on where the uncovered guy is, right? If you have a two-receiver side and the slot guy's uncovered, well, he doesn't have to run the vertical for you to throw him the ball, snap it, and throw it to him, let him get to work. If the outside guy's uncovered, you probably want him gaining a little bit of ground. So you typically have one thing that you do. You're not going to put in three different checks for it. You're not going to like touch your head to go deep, touch your heart to go in the middle, and touch somewhere else just to throw the now screen. Uh, it. But but it's something they'll go over now and look, I hope Auburn gets to do that every game. I hope nobody's covered. Yeah, so as far as the communication, you think that's just something where the quarterback looks at the receiver and it's either an yeah. eye contact there and he touches his noggin. Well, yeah, they or, you both know. know. Yeah, they both know. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you want to hurry up and snap it. But Jake, like, if you're uncovered, I don't simple... want to take time to do all this. But that's snap a super simple thing to install, though, right? Like, how is that not installed already? Or is that just well, not on that, the priority I mean, uh, list? Again, that's, that's, it's just one of those weird things, man. Like, you would think now because it happened. Like, it's not your first day. You're not going out there and you're saying, listen, guys, if nobody covers you, Here's what we do. Because, you know, 99.999% of the time, you're getting some sort of coverage, whether that's man, whether that's zone, whether that's off, whether that's press, whether it's combo, whether it's split. Sure, but this is a lot more likely than a free kick situation, right? Well, I mean, sure actually, over that. I mean, how many times? I mean, in reality, if you probably look at it, if you go over time, you know, in aggregate, yes, but but it's in the same barrel. I mean, you see a yeah. lot, you see a lot crazier things you know, happen more times in football games than just nobody covering a wide receiver. We're not talking about somebody is playing 15 yards off, giving them a lot of cushion. We're talking about nobody's covering. Like yeah. nobody throughout the whole time before the play snap realizes, hey, nobody's covering this guy. That that's it, it is pretty rare. I mean it's it's easy to say hindsight's always 2020, but sure. guess what? That's why you that's why you play UMass in the first game, man. You know what I'm saying? That that's yeah. why you do it. And, uh, you know, they'll be prepared for it the next time. Hopefully they get it this week. Peyton Thorne has the chance to go off this weekend against Cal. We discuss why and how next right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Look, when you buy tickets to something, some sort of entertainment, whether it's sports or the arts or music, whatever it may be, Game Time has you covered. You don't need to be stressed out. You need to be looking forward to it. So Game Time. They do all of the, the price scouting for you. So you know when you pull up your game time app, which you can download in your phone's app store for free, 
you know that you're getting the cheapest tickets available. And look, I price checked them. I, I've bought, I've used Game Time twice now since they've become partners on the show. I uh, went to the PGA Tour Championship, and as I've also bought tickets to the Pat Saints game coming up this season. And I put them to the test a little bit. I'm like, is this really true? And it was by far the cheapest options around for where we wanted to sit. So I encourage you to do that. Hey, if you are going out to Cal and you don't have tickets yet for some reason, check out the Game Time app. It's free. And when you buy your first tickets using the Game Time app, use promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off the free game time app it's the best we promise you welcome back to locked on auburn zach blackerby jake crane with crane and company here with you Peyton thorn i'm calling it over 300 yards on saturday mm -hmm. I, I i think he goes off and i think he kind of solidifies his his footing as you know the quarterback that hugh freeze went out and needed to bring in i think he makes a statement on saturday Look, I, I don't think that's crazy. I, I think a lot of that determines on how Cal plays Auburn's RPO game because, I mean, sure. you're, you're going to get a lot of it. I mean, there's been stuff Auburn's saving, uh, but I don't think Auburn has to go out there and absolutely empty Santa Claus toy bag uh, against Cal when you have that game against what looks like a very capable A&M team coming up here in a couple weeks. Cal's got sure. a decision to make, right? You, you got three choices. One, you heavy up the box and say, Peyton Thorne, beat us with your arm. That's fine. We know you got some players on the outside. We'll take our chances. Two, you say, you know what? We'll lighten the box. We'll play the edges. We'll keep everything in front and see if we can hold you to field goals in the red zone and keep the runs to 20 yards or less uh, when, when they're big runs. Or number three, you say, you know what? We're going to play it all even. We'll play it all even. We'll man up. We'll have an even number of guys in the box compared to what you have in the box, and we'll just let it play. I hope for I hope for Auburn's sake that they that Cal decides to load up and stop the run because I think if they do that and I think that's what Wilcox is going to do Peyton Thorne is going to rip them up and down and they won't be difficult throws they'll be yeah. easier throws they'll be intermediate throws and that's when you let we say follow the science right physics says Auburn has better players than Cal on the outside they're faster they're they're more athletic. They're bigger, rangier. stronger. Right. Yeah, bigger, stronger. Let them go eat. This is where these better looking. Big Jake. Say it again. Better looking, more handsome. Better looking, really, really ridiculously good looking. Like it just it to me. I think Auburn will get more explosive plays out of that. And then all of a sudden, Cal says, "Okay, we got to stop loading up the box against the run." And that's when you start using that clock rule to start pounding them. That's the perfect scenario, I think, for Auburn. And you lean on them, and you lean on them, and you lean on them. Uh, so, yeah, look, I would not be shocked if if Auburn went for 250 and 250, you know, in, yeah. in each. I would not be shocked. But if, pay, if they decide they want to load up the box and play a game of Peyton Thorne's going to have to beat us, I think Peyton could go over three bills. I, I think they're going to have to sell out to stop the run because if they don't, I think this revamped Auburn offensive line is going to move Cal wherever they want to go. I mean, I, I don't think there's well, another again, way I mean, you they rob, can choose where, where to do is this. Cal better? Where is Cal's defense better than Auburn's offense? Like they're they're not. Like they're, you're not in the back. You're not at this skill position. You're not in the box. So either either you say we're just going to play it even and you be better than us anywhere everywhere, or we're going to try and take one one hand to use the basketball term. We're going to try and make you dribble with your left hand, sure. basically. So that's that. That's what I think Wilcox is going to do because if he plays it even, 
Auburn's going to be Auburn will be so balanced. It'll you'll think SUNY Lee's out there. Just talking, nice. Just talking with Cal people. I think they're going to believe that their DB matchup with Auburn's wide receivers is closer than the front seven versus the offensive line. They Good like luck. their defensive backs. Good luck. We'll see. Good luck. We'll yeah, see. I've seen some of the creatures running around. Like this may be the game with the tight end too. Where you start to see all the stuff we heard about in the preseason. Rivaldo time, baby. Yeah, Rivaldo. Guess what? Congrats. You, you got to go against a guy named Rivaldo. Good luck. Yeah, Rivaldo Fairweather. Imagine having to like cover that. Then you, dude. See that's him. like a name you create on NCAA, like for that's your right. road to glory player. And then he, he looks like he looks like a create your own ago. player too, because he's huge. Yeah, let him go get it a couple times. It's a good situation to be in. All right, so you're taking Auburn Saturday night. Or I'm taking Auburn 37-30. So you got and covered. it's at 9.30, Zach. At 9.30. So y'all going to put me through this pain all day. All day I'm going to have to wait. I'm going to have to wait and wonder and just Go wonder. Go to Frisky Whiskey. Uh, that'll kill some time. Well, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm going to make it to 9.30, Zach. <laughs> yeah, some folks uh, that watch the show on Eastern Time are like 10.30 local. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, how that's much you ridiculous. love it. Yeah, how much you love it. Good. Hey, I'm you ever panicked at 11.30 at night? It's not fun. Yeah, I'm gonna take a nap at like six o'clock. I, I think that's that's my a move. dad move. That's a heavy dad move. Um, I think so, but it's a sacrifice that I've got to make, right? So look, that's it for the good of the city. You're like, what separates you from Batman? Nothing. <laughs> Jake Crane, Except you're not people, nuts. How can people? I don't know. How, it depends on who you ask. How can people check out everything you've got going on, man? Man, it's really easy. Uh, we're basically at a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, go over there, make sure you subscribe. It's Crane and Company, C R A I N and Company. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're talking everything college football in the NFL. Live six thirty a.m. to eight a.m. Central in the morning. It stays on YouTube and Daily Wire and all that stuff. Jeff Fox really was our guest picker last week. Ooh. Absolutely nailed the Duke pick. Uh, very excited about our guest picker this week on Saturday. Kind of have our own little game day special, and then on Sunday we have a huge recap and an NFL preview. So yeah, go over there and check it out. Yep, you guys do an outstanding job. In the meantime, check out all my written work at auburndaily.com. Click that subscribe button, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.